Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second ever episode of your favorite podcast, because I know it is, because I'm in your brain, Julie's Top Picks. And this time, very exciting, we have a guest, so it's not just me yapping at you for 30 minutes. Please welcome to the stage, Alo Niemeyer. Alo, please introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Alo. I'm a DC fan, so that's why I'm here. Woo! Um, yeah, so... Basically, today we are going to be talking about drum roll, please. The Batman, the Batman, because I love Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Two seconds in, and in case you were wondering, I love Robert Pattinson. Um, but basically, we're gonna follow the same sort of format as we did in the last episode we're going to give a little bit of an overview on the film then we're going to talk about the development and the production then some trivia then we're going to get into our thoughts about the film how does that sound that sounds great i was thinking about this during swim last night i was like what am i gonna say and then i was like (laughs) i've consumed enough dc media that i can like at least like make references to other things and, yeah like, compare and contrast so it's, it's like should i watch the movie before recording this no 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 <laughs> i'm just gonna wing it that's what i did for the last episode that's what i'm gonna do for this i would not worry about it and i would not worry about it and you know what and i've always said that hold on i'm gonna get my water bottle real quick because you weren't supposed to have drinks on this counter i and what do you think i'm gonna say to that Okay, so I'm gonna get my coffee then, actually. Yeah, as long as you don't spill it onto all of the expensive equipment. Hey guys, we're in like a in like the equipment booth right now. <laughs> I will try not to spill it. I'm very responsible like that. Good job. Okay, so what's this movie about? If I had to take a guess, I would say probably Black. <laughs> Jesus, Blatman. <laughs> probably Blatman. Yes. <laughs> Which is the um royalty-free name that we're going to use throughout this podcast. The bacon, lettuce, avocado, tomato man? Yeah, and that's my favorite superhero, if I'm being honest. Yup. Okay, it's about the Batman. The weirdo freak, the weirdo freaky dude that runs around in a a little dress-up suit. Don't forget emo. Emo little freak. (laughs) We, and we love him, because- And I love him. Because, you know what- it was time for a movie that portrayed him as a little freak. Like, exactly. I'm done with him looking cool. He's weird. He's a weirdo. Only, He's weird. Only weirdos dress up in a little freak bat suit and run around the town. Like, other movies have been trying to convince the general public for so long that he is normal. And, and he's not. And that he is cool. And he is not cool. And he is none of those things. He's nothing of the he sort. He is grimy <laughs> and gross and gross and nasty and just nasty and has like eyeshadow that's been on his face for three days <sighs> just like running down his cheeks mm-hmm. and that is just the way it is especially and- because it's like year one like it's yeah so, yeah we never get to see early no we do get to see early batman in other movies but and he's, he's still just not supposed to be emo. cool it's yeah. like he's emo i'm sorry yeah um, how crazy do you think it smells in that bat suit? Pretty crazy. <laughs> I would say I'd I say pretty don't disgusting. think he knows how to take care of himself. No. Like at no. all. That's okay, I can fix him. I'm sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, I would rather you have a crush on him than the Riddler in that movie, so Oh, it is you don't totally have to worry okay. about that. You do not have to worry about that. Totally we'll get, okay. We'll get into him later. Of course we yeah. will. But basically, this movie is about early stage Batman mm-hmm. being a little freak weirdo, and the, the villain is the Riddler. Yes. It's also a very modern take on it. Yes. Like, it is a very, very modern Gotham City. Yes. He uses technology that is clearly, like new would not Mm -hmm. have been a thing when batman as a character was created there are tvs there are tvs (laughs) there are televisions and there's also little contact lenses that are phones work as cameras so that's That's cool pretty fancy those are cool little known fact i wear contacts and that is what my contact lenses do really fancy i'm recording this right now oh okay awesome i wear contact lenses but mine don't do that because i don't know i guess i'm just not as you're not fancy so um yeah so, let's get into the development. So, this all began on October, on, hey, in October <laughs> of 2014. Actually, maybe none of this is true because I am using Wikipedia as my main Wikipedia source. Wikipedia is a reliable source. Okay. Well, then all of it is 100% true. In my opinion. So, in October of the year of our Lord, 2014, DC reveals their plans to create a standalone Batman film with Ben Affleck, himself set to direct, write, produce, and star, spreading himself a little thin, in my opinion. Ah, uh, manuel Miranda of the DC <laughs> Universe. And production was set to begin in 2013, or not 2013, hey, so that would be time travel, 2016. And they began the casting process and casted Jeremy Irons as the pre-existing Alfred to be the Alfred in this movie. Yes. And, oh, shoot, I am going to mispronounce this name. Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. Deathstroke was going to be the villain. He was? I, that's what Wikipedia told me. I didn't know me. that. That is what oh, Wikipedia told I me. have to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. You go on. Here's the thing, is that Alo is the is the DC, like, encyclopedia. I am. No, knows everything about DC. I, however, my take on this movie is just sort of, you know... Robert Pattinson very beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's that that is We've got two different part perspectives. Of, part of why I'm here. Yep. And I'm honored to offer that Thank viewpoint. You. And so then year later to or year after production was set to begin in 2017, Ben Affleck steps down as director and is replaced by Matt Reeves, who mm-hmm. is given full creative control, which means new script. New script. New script, and this new plot that he created is focused on a younger Batman. There, oh, no, I don't want to use that. Hold on. Um, so actually, what that was, sorry for that little blip, it's just that Garage Band hates me. Um, because that's what I'm recording this on. So, the new plot is focused on a younger Batman, therefore, Ben Affleck himself was kind of forced to step down because he's not 25. He's not young. And also, he has, like, been Batman. You yeah. Know? Like, he didn't need to do it. In yeah. That movie. But I, feel I like... love Batfleck. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I have a lot of opinions on him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's fine as Batman. But, like, yeah, if it's going to be a younger Batman. Yeah, isn't that no kind of the, the point of Batfleck is to be sort of, like, the older, more oh, yes. seasoned Batman? Absolutely. He's very so, yeah. old. He is... His morals are very... Um, they're degrading, mm-hmm. and there's a lot, like, that. I mean, there's a very big reason for that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, he does not, he, he cannot be a younger Batman. He is supposed to be older. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, sort of with this 
changed focus onto a younger Batman, they also focused the script more to be character-driven as opposed to, like, action-driven, which is kind of the reason... One of the main reasons why I love this movie so much is because mm -hmm. it is character driven and I don't have to sit through a three hour video on the lore right. to actually understand it. That um, felt targeted at a movie I enjoyed, but it's okay. Is it Batman vs. Superman? It's Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I've still never seen that. That's, and we'll, we're gonna work on that. Okay. It's okay, go on. Okay, we're actually gonna have a movie night where Aloe comes over to my house and we watch that movie and they pause it about every three seconds. To and I say, place. so this is actually what's going on here. And so you have to understand why this is actually relevant. Okay, and this is the scene that nobody got, but it's from the comics, Julie, which I haven't really read, but my dad has info he has. about something. Yep. So yep. I, I get it, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is actually really interesting to me, and I know you're going to have some things to say on this, is... Oh, I spelled that name wrong. Okay. I think that might have been on purpose for sillies. Uh -huh. So the inspiration for the character Bruce Wayne as they portrayed him in this movie was actually Kurt Cobain. Yeah, I do remember Which you makes saying sense. something about it, it that. It makes sense to me. There's this one shot of him in, like, this... It's, like, kind of in the middle to later part of the movie where he's in, like, this black t-shirt and he's got this middle part going on. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's... Literally, Kurt Cobain. Mm -hmm. I yeah. spelled. Yeah. I, I switched in my notes. I, I said Kurt with a C and then Cobain with a K. That's kind of silly to me. I think that's funny. That's silly. And then the inspiration. This is what I know you're gonna have thoughts on. The inspiration, as listed for the Riddler, was actually the Zodiac Killer. And see, it really it does make sense because like the leaving the notes and everything yeah. that he has to like decode. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that is very Zodiac and the. The, like, look of him, too. Like, the glasses yeah. and everything. And, like, you know, how his face actually looks with, you know, without the mask yeah. by the end of the movie. That Very is, like, Zodiac. it's like the sketch for the Zodiac yeah. Killer. Like, that is mm -hmm. exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's really cool. Like, especially with the modern thing, even though the Zodiac Killer was, like, late 1900s. Yeah. I don't remember the, I think, like, 70s. 60s, 70s. 60s, 70s, yeah. Um, like, even though it is modern, it's still, like works pretty yeah. well, I That's think. That's interesting, because last time I talked to you about this, you were like, which is bad, because the Riddler's supposed to be da-da-da. Okay, well, <laughs> the subject of how the Riddler is as a character and how they interpreted that is different from, like, whether they, whether, like, I can see the link between him and Zodiac, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think they did yeah. the link well, I'm just not sure if they should have done the link in the first place. Yeah. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, so yeah, sort of with this new inspiration for Mr. Bruce Wayne himself, it's departing from the idea of Wayne as a playboy kind of character, mm -hmm. which is what I love. I love that they made him a little freak. Well, and I think it's good because, like, what I'm thinking of in particular is, uh, like, in the Nolan verse with, um... Oh my god, give me the actor's name. I Christian know you know Bale? Yes, thank you. I know Mr. I don't know why himself. I always forget his name. But um Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne is like he sort of keeps like the cool boy mm -hmm. persona on like as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. And the way yeah. it has always been in like the comics and in other media is that like the whole Playboy billionaire thing is like it's just a persona. Yeah. Like, it is not, it's not his real self. It's just what he does as Bruce Wayne to, like, really make himself seem like there's no way he's Batman, yeah. basically. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really make sense when his personality, like, 
stays like that, even with the suit on. Yeah. It really makes a lot more sense for it to be, like, just a switch he can flip. And honestly, in the Batman, it doesn't seem like he has gotten to the point where he can flip it. Like, yeah. when he's at the funeral, he's just, like, he's still all emo about it. Yeah, it's, And I'm it's, okay with that, too. Yeah, but... I kind of like that. It's where it's, like, it's not so much where it's, like, oh, he couldn't be Batman because, I mean, he's so cool in real life, but it's, it's, he can't be Batman, he doesn't leave his house. Yeah. He's, I've yeah. never seen that man before in my life. Well, and they still refer to him as, like, the Prince of Gotham or Yeah, whatever. So yeah. it's, like, everybody still very much understands, like, his status. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I think part of it is that Gotham is a, it's, when the Batman, like, starts, it's just a very, like, down in the dump city, like, there's, Uh like, corruption and everything, and it's, like, almost no part of it is very, like, flashy. Yeah. And then, like, the Nolanverse, there are definitely parts of it that are, like, very high-tech, and that's, like, Uh where Bruce Wayne, as, like, the persona, thrives, basically. Yeah. And there isn't that space, Mm -hmm. like, at all in the Batman. Yeah. I was gonna say something. Hey, lost my train of thought. Oh, can I give you, um, an unpopular opinion? Of course. I don't like... Christian Bale's Batman voice at all. Christian Bale's Batman voice ruins, like, it almost ruins some of the movies for me, because, it, don't, oh my god, The Dark Knight, I love that movie, but, like, what is he doing? It's, like, too like, theatrical. The, the gravelly, it's so weird. He could just, it's like, not natural whatsoever. he could be normal with it. He's, like, I, I can't, I don't, I can't even, like, do a good impression because I can't think of a line that he says, but he's like, where is she? And it's like, I can't Calm take down. you seriously right now. Like, yeah. this is, this would be such a better scene that I would be able to take so much more seriously if you were not doing whatever that is. Yes. Whatever you're doing I don't know voice. what's going on there. Like, it is so easy to just, like, talk normally. Like, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit lower because, yeah. like, that's the point. But you don't have to be doing all that. <laughs> There's no much. need for all that. He's doing too much. It's very extra, and it does yeah. bother me. Yeah. Yeah. What <sighs> else? Hey, what's next? In my, what's the next uh, bullet point? Oh, just saying that this film sort of blended genres of detective, action, horror, and psychological thriller, which I definitely see. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I do really like the um, detective aspect mm-hmm. of it, because I think a lot of Batman movies... What they show is more like he has all this cool tech, and he can, and he's smart, at least, like, I think at least the, uh, Snyderverse movies Mm -hmm. show that he's, like, very intelligent. Yeah. And, like, he's rich, and he can punch people. Uh Uh-huh. But not a lot of them show, like, the whole detective aspect. Yeah. And, like, literally, you know, Batman has a lot of titles. Like, he's got, you know, The Dark Knight, like, Cape Crusader, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But he's also world's greatest detective. Like, that is very much one of his little title things he has going on. And so, yeah, I really liked that this movie, like, yeah. acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. Like, he is he is very intelligent. Yeah. And, like, those skills are, like, honed just as much as his, like, martial arts mm-hmm. abilities. And yeah. I do think it's really silly that they just kind of let him onto crime scenes. I and love I, that. And I love that, like, <laughs> and that's ridiculous, but they, like, lean into that in the movie where it's the police officers that are like, What's he doing? Yeah. Get, what? He's going on, and it's just like, don't worry about him. Well, and it's just him and Gordon. I love. Okay, I so a cab, but <laughs> but Gordon. come on, Commissioner Gordon. Like, I mean, he has just always been the stereotypical like good cop, and you know, mm-hmm. we could talk about like that trope and whatever. Yeah. But like, 
very much the thing with Gordon has always been that, like, he is genuinely just trying to do the right Just trying to do his job. And since it's fiction, I think we can kind of let that exist a little bit. Since Mm -hmm. this is a world with, like, time travel and, like, magic and, like, Greek uh, gods are real. And, yeah. So I think we can let... bat masks running around. We can let one little good cop exist when, like, practically his whole story in so many pieces of media that he's in, is that, like, everyone around him is corrupt, and he's like, I'm so sick of this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that is his character. And, yeah, I I do like Gordon and the Batman. I think it's, like, very accurate for him. Mm -hmm. Like, he is, like, just tired of this. Yeah. But, like, he realizes that Batman is someone who also wants to do the right thing, and so they're able to, like, work together. Yeah. Have you seen the joke where it's, like, um... Batman and Gordon. It's almost like uh, Batman is Gordon's like emo stepson, and he couldn't get a babysitter. <laughs> that is kind of what it's like. Yeah. Because see, there's like, he's just with me. There's Don't worry about it. there's some media where like they you know make Batman like more responsible, and Gordon is like almost a little scared of him, but still like trusts him. And I like this idea of like young Batman yeah. where. Like just kind of following him around. Gordon, I think, like, Gordon kind of realizes that, like, this is a kid, practically. Mm -hmm. Like, he is not that old at Mm -hmm. all. And, yeah, I think that's really, really good. So, let's get into a little bit of casting. So... Let's do it. Yeah, the front runners during the casting process for the role of Bruce Wayne were, obviously, Bobbert Pattinson. (laughs) Bobbert Pattinson. Bobbert Pattinson. But then also, Nicholas Holt. Who? Are you an X-Men fan? Do you know anything about the X-Men? I'm a DC fan. I know. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard of the movie Renfield that just came out like a couple months ago? Okay. So I don't think you're going to know who this is. Well, if, I don't know, if I saw a picture, maybe. Hold here. on. Oh. Let, let me, you've got yeah. your computer recording. Let, yeah. me, let, let me do a little look up. But then we can also talk about the other two. Um, yes. Army Hammer. Who? That sounds familiar. That's the dude that got, um, uh, like... He's kind of an alleged cannibal. Like, this whole thing came out a couple years ago that he was, like, kind of a cannibal, and everybody was like, oh. And so am I. So maybe you don't say that. (laughs) So maybe we don't say (laughs) that. Okay, Nicholas Holt is a little bit of a blue-eyed freak, but that's okay. Yeah, like, I'm shaking, please buy him brown contacts. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's look at Army Hammer. And then the last one was Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay, Army Hammer looks like a polite man. He looks kind of like John Hamm to me. A little bit, yeah. He's too old, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who was the other one you said? Aaron Taylor Johnson, who, he was in the Marvel movies as Quicksilver. Well, he was in one, um, and then they killed his dumbass. I actually Oh, do... I'm not supposed to cr- curse in this. I'm so sorry. I actually do know what scene you're talking about. Where he dies? Yeah. I yeah, have, like, seen him. him for some reason. Yeah, this is really funny because Alo's the DC person, and I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't really pay attention to Marvel anymore, but I used to be so into it, and I still love the X-Men movies, I'll tell See, you that much. because it was fine, and then... And then, it, and now it's bad. And now it's bad. Why aren't we supposed to curse in this? Uh, just, I just didn't want to because, um, like... I am going into the workforce Oh. at some point in my life. You're so brave. I'm very brave. Um, but it, it was one thing. I'm so sorry. I'd like to apologize. This is my formal apology for saying a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> um, and then the last little bit of development I have is that Matt Reeves actually wrote his script with Robert Pattinson in mind, which hey. is something that I would do. And honestly, that's because... 
He's, he's a freak. He's a freak. I love Robert Pattinson. All right. Have I mentioned that? No, I don't think you have. Okay. Okay. Okay, now let's get into the trivia. Guys, ASMR. It is trivia question day. Go on, Julie. Okay. So this first, this I thought this was so funny. Is that Robert Pattinson? Robert 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 Pattinson auditioned for this movie during while he was filming Tenet, which is directed by Christopher Nolan. And apparently Ooh. there's this whole story where he's like, oh yeah, like, oh, I can't come to set this day. I got something going on. And he literally, Christopher Nolan literally went, you're auditioning for the Batman, aren't you? And he was like, hey, no, what, what? He's like, I know what you're doing. I know what you are. Hey, Batman director, Batman director, they have, like, the same brain, you know? Yep. yep. They think about things similarly. Similarly, maybe, one might yeah. say. This is actually the first Batman movie to ever show the eye black underneath the cowl. And which because is nobody so talks cool. about it. I love when like, he's emo. His eyes do not, like, fit perfectly under there. You know, like, yeah. there has to be, like, of course there's eye black. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Are you literally kidding me? And I He's love gross. it because he looks so emo after he takes it off and it's, yeah. it's it's grimy and gross. There's that one shot at, like, the very beginning of the movie where he's taken out those contacts and his fingers are all, like, gross and grimy and mm-hmm. dirty. And I'm literally sitting there like, you're going to get an infection. Like, no, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just assume that he, like, puts them somewhere, like, that that they get cleaned. I feel like... No, yeah, but it's, like, you're sticking your gross fingers into your eyes. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you're supposed to wash your hands before you take out your contacts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know contact etiquette. I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. And uh, this is for you, because I have never read a comic book in my life. Uh, somebody told me that the main comic in- inspirations for this were Batman Ego. Batman Year One, obviously, year one, right? and Batman the Long Halloween, because this is a Halloween movie. It is so it a, is Halloween a Halloween movie. movie. Such Halloween <laughs> is present <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> I love the theme the for the Batman. Is so good. <gasps> I get. Oh, hey, literally, um, Michael Giacchino. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Wrote the score before the film even went into production. Like he was just like, I let me cook. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And honestly, that's so real. That is so, real. so it real. Is, He's it is a good such score. a talented, like, composer. That's yeah. what the word was. That is the word. You got it. Um, and then this is something my dad actually pointed out the first time. But let me tell you this story Love about dads. my dad um, watching this movie for the first time. We tried to watch it about three or four times and couldn't get all the way through it. Number one, because it's 12 hours long. It is. And then also my HBO Max app kept crashing in the middle mm-hmm. of the movie. We mm-hmm. couldn't figure it out. That's annoying. We sat down to watch this movie like three different times and it just wasn't <sighs> working. That's so annoying. Um, and then the first time we actually watched it in full was the night before we were leaving for a vacation. So we were supposed to be packing and my mom was really mad because we were both sitting on the couch just like, mm, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Right. And then my dad has also tried to watch this movie on a plane about three times, and he can never finish it. No matter how long the flight is. That's what is, happens to me on planes. It's plane. never over before that he touches down. Yeah. I did watch it in full when we were on the transatlantic flight. Yeah, I tried, from, and I couldn't get through it either. From, I'm uh, guilty. From... Hey, so where did we... It was from... Depends uh, if you're talking about... On the way back. 
On the way back, we were from, uh... Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yeah. Amsterdam to Atlanta. Elo and I went on a uh, trip together over the summer through uh, Germany. 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 Deutschland und Österreich. Und also, I always forget Schweiz. Schweiz. That's it. Thank Switzerland. you. Switzerland. Yeah. I always forget because we the both name take is. German and we went on a tour of German-speaking countries and we Deutsch. We take Deutsch and we endured many very long, very arduous flights together. We did. We did. And it was upsetting, but we made it through. And so on we the did. on the flight back, which was about nine hours long, and that wasn't even all the way to where we're from. It was just f- from Europe to America. Yup. That was nine hours long, and I did watch that the Batman during that flight. And I will say, I have never been so American as when I stepped into the Atlanta airport, and the AC just hit me. And I and saluted I said, the flag. And I said, God bless America. I said, woo! And I said, that's that indoor unit of air conditioning. That yep. is that... Full AC, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. So I oh. felt like a red-blooded American. Uh-huh. Yep. And then I went and I got a Dr. Pepper, and I, yeah. and I saluted the flag I again. I saluted the flag. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. Oh, my God. Okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> let's, let's get back to it. This is another thing that my dad will not shut up about. Um, and you probably already know this. I feel like it's, it's a pretty well-known piece of trivia. The Shakespeare bust in Wayne Manor. Mm-mm. From what there was oh. a series in the '60s where mm-hmm. there was a Shakespeare bust that they would like pull back the head and hit a button and that's how they got into like the right. back cave. Yeah, you can see that bust in Alfred's office somewhere. Methinks that's gorgeous. Right before he gets bombed, <laughs> and you know I would not worry about and it. He's alive, hey, so it's okay. He didn't die, and you know if he had, I would have walked out of that theater. Honestly, honestly, have I? Do you know? I need to look up. The actor for Alfred in oh, um, um, the um, Snyderverse movies. Oh, I don't know who that is. Well, I don't know the actor in the Batman. And the so Batman, we can look up it's Andy Circus. I know Andy him. Circus. He's the okay. guy that played Gollum in the Lord of the Rings. He's a freak. Really? He's a freak. I did not know I that. I love Andy Circus. Very different character. And he was also in um, Star Wars, the the new ones. He was uh, Emperor Snoke. Oh my god, and really? We got shish kebab. Jeremy Irons is the name of the one in the center. Oh, I, I literally, you... we talked about that earlier. Did I show you how he's, like, kind of a dilf, though? Is that the <laughs> name? Sure. Okay, hang on. Let me, let me see. Oh my god, all these I actually, are you're so probably gonna show me a picture, and I'm gonna immediately know who that is. Let me see if this will, like, render correctly at all. Let me see the Wi-Fi in here is that. awful. Well, I have the Wi-Fi off right now. Maybe if I... Oh, that's such a good quote. Julie, I need to see you this... I need to show you this movie, Julie. The Batman vs. Superman? Yes. (sighs) Okay. That's one of the best ones I can Oh! He kind of looks like Robert Downey Jr. a little bit. Yes, but he's more attractive, in my opinion. But I do see what you're saying with, like, the glasses. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, specifically. Fair enough. Have you seen Oppenheimer? I have not yet. I know Uh, I need to. I know I need to. It's more like that picture specifically, I think, than like in general, but yeah. He is he is easily the most attractive Alfred I've ever seen. I will just Mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. And I will just say that. And you know I stand by that. Yep. 
Um, you said that. Next piece of trivia: the inclusion of the in the Batman or in the Batman title in mm-hmm. the title is a nod to like '40s and '50s comic titles mm. when he was the Batman mm-hmm. instead of just Batman. That's nice. I love um, that. This one's really funny just because the mental image that it conjures: uh, the suit that Robert Pattinson that Bob wore mm-hmm. was so Bobby. flexible that he could do cartwheels. <laughs> Can you just imagine him on set doing cartwheels? That's funny. He's like, guys, look at this suit. And he's like a big dude. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just imagining like st- like an extra on set just like looks over and he's just cartwheeling. I wouldn't worry about <laughs> it. I would not worry about it. Um, this one we can actually talk about Europe for. Uh-oh. The exteriors of Gotham were shot in Liverpool, which is interesting. I think I do remember you mentioning that, and honestly, yeah, I think that, like, makes sense to me. This is one thing I did want to talk about. When you think of Gotham, what is a city that you sort of compare it to, like a real-life city? New York, easily. New York? Okay, because it's been, like, some places it's New- like, some people you talk to, they think of New York, some people think of Chicago. Oh, interesting. It's- I- I- it can't be Chicago, because Chicago is in Illinois. Not, okay. many, not many people know that. Um, but <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that it, like, is Chicago. It's just, like, based off of Chicago. Like, some right. people think that it but, is. But Gotham is, like, canonically East Northeastern. Coast. Yeah. Yeah, so I think of, like, New York, Boston, maybe, like, Philadelphia, like, yeah. Pittsburgh, cities like that. Is there any city not in the Northeast that you think is sort of a Batman, or not a Batman, well, I mean, technically a Batman, a Gotham type of city? Because I almost think that... You could do a really interesting Gotham based off of St. Louis. I was thinking St. Louis is yeah. possible. Guys, we're from St. Louis, so... <gasps> Julie, that's a secret! Oh my god, <laughs> what if they pick us out of the three million people here? <laughs> oh my god, this is a really small town. It's really small. It's really small, guys. Anyway. But I mean... We yeah, have, no, I we agree. Have, I mean, St. Louis City, we have the highest crime rates in That's America. That's the first thing I was gonna say. So actually, we have a lot of crime. And also, in Gotham, the shots where it's like... It's very brown. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you like, ever, like, downtown? Brown and rainy? That is how downtown is, it's like, like downtown. so much of the time. I was just in downtown for a concert, um, mm-hmm. and we were, like, walking back to the parking, like, the parking garage, me and my dad, and they have, like, the, like, the sewer, like, the manholes with the steam coming up out of them, and I said, oh, I am vengeance. Gotham core. <laughs> Gotham like, core. <laughs> like, but I mean... Like, St. Louis City, it's, like, you always hear, like, oh, don't go on the metro because it's, like, you're gonna get murdered. And that happens. And that does happen in the movie. So a guy does get mugged. So, have you ever seen the movie? (laughs) So, have you seen the Batman? I actually haven't, and neither have you. No. Let's talk about it. Yeah. We are, like, the worst people to be doing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think it would be so interesting to do a Gotham kind of based on St. Louis. Yeah. Where it's, like, not a city that you would it's not like the hub where everybody is sort of in america Mm -hmm. sort of like new york would be Mm -hmm. but it's just i feel like it definitely is a city with that sort of potential like somebody could sort of be like a i know what this city can be but it's going so down the drain so quickly yeah i see that i see that yeah guys i'm the smartest person ever you should direct a batman movie hey you know (gasps) I, I forgot to say... tell you about this. Okay, so I <laughs> I am an intern oh, yeah, at yeah, a yeah. short film company, and we are currently 
actually like making a short film about Batman, like a fan film. And I forgot to tell you this. We're sort of restarting production is my understanding of it. And we are recasting Catwoman. Oh, you're recasting Catwoman. So Julie, you need to be Catwoman. I'm getting so an audition. I'm getting an audition. So that's what I'm hearing right now is that you're going to be Catwoman be because you have to be crazy to not cast you as Catwoman. I literally, I was talking to my mom about this last night. I said, I'm going to go into that audition room. I'm going to smoke everybody else out. Yes, you are. If, and yes, you if are. If any of the people that work at that company, or God forbid, the guy that's wrote this and is directing this and is playing Batman, if you're listening to this, don't. Click off right now. This is this is private. This is for me and Alo and also my dad and maybe my sister. And also the entire internet. Says and also the entire internet. This is going. But not you. <laughs> but not you. And that's okay. But I do love working on this movie. Please, please, please let me stay on crew. Um, You're gonna be kicked off. I'm gonna get kicked (laughs) off this movie. But it's, I've read the script and it's so good. It's a really good script. And he's taken a lot of, the the writer, who's our age, um, has taken a lot of sort of inspiration from the animated series Batman. Like, Batman the Animated Series, like... I think I don't know. Good. Okay. <laughs> and good. That would make sense with the Harvey Dent stuff. You don't. That would yes, make a lot yes. of sense. The villain is Harvey Dent, which is Ugh. so cool. It's so literally good. I will blow up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I should ask if you can have like an extra role or something. <laughs> you want to be in it? Recast me as Harvey Dent <laughs> is what Recast I think you have Harvey- to do. But it's almost like a, like, because it, it is supposed to be a very young Batman because we are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost Harvey Dent is, like, his mentor. Hey, so did you know that Harvey Dent was an attorney? So Did you, did know-, you know that Ayla wants to go into law? So did you know that I'm actually already a lawyer? Yep. And I passed the bar. I have. I've passed the LSAT. I got a 200. (laughs) Which is not possible. (laughs) I did get a 200. They gave me extra points because they loved me so, 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 so much. And then I did pass the bar without going to law school, which is really, really unique and impressive. Mm -hmm. And I have been a practicing lawyer for the past three years. Uh So we're going to have Harvey Dent played by somebody who's five foot three. Yes. (laughs) That is correct. Okay. And I'm going to kill it, is uh-huh. what I'm going Can to do. Can you do the coin tricks? Not in the slightest, but I would not <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> We're going to learn. We're going to learn. Heads or um. tails. There. The, that's, <laughs> that's all you need to that's do. That's all his that's lines. all you need to do. That he just says that. That's well, all of his lines. You yeah. Actually, you're already off book. It's actually really impressive that they can create such a deep character. With just that one line. he just says heads or tails. It's, it's, and like, that's it. it's like fruit. In the Marvel universe, he only says "I am Groot," but yeah. it's Harvey Dent. It's Harvey Dent. He only says heads, heads or tails, <laughs> and sometimes he says, "My name is Harvey Dent." <laughs> oh, <laughs> my favorite my part in your short film is when Harvey <laughs> Dent says it's denting time. <laughs> Dental. <laughs> Like 
What are the other ones? There's like the bat bike and the, the bat copter and like the there's the like literally, literally everything you can think of. The bat copter. <laughs> so the bat the Batmobile was supposed to be built by Bruce himself. Uh-huh. Which when I think about that car chase scene, we almost last the last episode that I did, the first episode, people kept walking by, and I was alone in this room. People mm-hmm. kept walking by, and there's just like ten second stretches of complete silence, and I go, I thought somebody was gonna walk in. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the um that scene is so so good. it's so good, so and good. also Oswald Cobblepot. Is that his name? The penguin? Yeah, that's his name. Oswald what now? Oswald Cobblepot. Um, cut the cameras. There's no way. <laughs> we don't have cameras, Julie. Cut the mic. There's no way. There is a way. See, oh, wow. I'm pretty sure the reason is because, like, he is meant to sound like, like, I mean, rich, you know? And, like, but I mean, he talks like, like Tony Soprano. He in the, hey! Bat- in the Batman he does, yes, because it's, like, a modern take. And, see, that's why it's, like, it's kind of, like, New York. Because they have, like, they have, like, mobster-type accents. And New Jersey Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. so fun. Jersey Shore, but Gotham Shore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, like... Normally he is, like, monocle and, like, suit mm-hmm. and, like, top hat and he's, yeah, he is very, like, not yeah. exactly old money, per se, but, yeah. like, he's, like, fancy, and, like, he mm-hmm. has, like, a nice club mm-hmm. while still being, like, a mob boss. Yeah. So, yeah, his name is Oswald Cobblepot. Wow. What they actually do in the show Gotham mm-hmm. is, like, sort of the reason for his name, which I'm not sure if this is really, like, I'm not sure if this, like, really, like, entirely explains it, because I don't know the root of the name Oswald, but, um... He is, like, like, his his mom is, like, Slavic, and uh-huh. it's, like, Koppelput. It's, like, K-A-P-E-L-P-U-T, and he just, like, changes that it. That sounds German. So. But it's Slavic. I think, Kaputput. yeah. Koppelput. Or may, maybe she is German. Maybe that's what it is. Because it would make sense. Oswald Koppelput. Yeah, that, that kind of sounds German Kaputput. as well. It might be that. I don't know. It's we'll like figure it out. It's, like, European, that type of accent. Uh-huh. Um, so... Like, they kind of, like, give it a little more of a reason for, yeah. like, his stupid-ass name <laughs> in Gotham. His stupid name. And it's so funny because also in Gotham, like, one of the main chips is, like, Oswald and Edward. And it's like, I can't take either of you seriously, actually. Edward. Edward. But he calls him Eddie, so it's like... Eddie, yay! So I'll just explode. Eddie. He doesn't have a New York accent, Julie, not in Gotham! <laughs> Hey! He's just hey, like I'm sh- he's just like shrieky, but it's okay. Hi, I love the Batman's version of the Penguin because that's I do too. So, and you know what my fa- what made me like scream laugh in the theater because I did see this in the theater with my sister was that one. It's right after the car chase scene when they got him like up against the wall and the bags on his head and he's all tied up and yeah. stuff. And then as Gordon and Bruce are walking away and he's waddling because uh-huh. his feet are tied together. But then also, no fellas. And honestly, <laughs> that's 
my favorite line. Or the, or the, what are you showing me? Hey, open your eyes! That's open it. your eyes! I love this movie. I say that to myself, like, every day, actually. <laughs> like, I don't know, I'll just be doing something and I'm like, open your eyes! Because I just think it's so silly and funny. Yep. It's so goofy. Oh. Hey guys, we just got told to shush. Um, hey, so it's up here. It and I need you to bring it down here. here. Okay. Okay. That's okay. We're going to bring it down fine. a little bit. We're going to bring it down a little bit. Just like a little bit. Let's keep talking about the penguin though. I love those yes. prosthetics that they put on him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look anything like Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell? Who's the, Colin Farrell? The guy that plays the penguin. Wait, what about him? That he doesn't look like that in real life. Oh! Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> I was uh -huh. confused. Uh -huh. Hey, I would not worry about and it. I would not worry about it, not one bit. And I just want to worry about it. But yeah, that car chase scene, when the, when the, when the truck explodes and then he goes <gasps> up the ramp and he goes through the fire and I was sitting there in that theater with my jaw on the floor. It was so Oh my god, because the Batmobile can be so cool and fun. So And cool it is and so cool. And, and I'm not even a, like, a, I don't like cars. Mm hmm But I did for that, for those five minutes. Exactly. So. And exactly. So cool. And that is. So cool. And also, the there's no way that you could survive that crash that he, when the car was flipping and flipping and flipping. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can survive that, but he did. Because he's magic. In that shot when he's, like, it's like from his perspective and it's upside down and it's Batman and walking it's the and boots. the fire's the <gasps> So good. So good. Alright. The last piece of trivia that I have before we sort of just keep yapping yeah. is that this is the longest Batman film ever and the yeah. second longest comic book movie ever. See, what's the first longest? Justice Pro League. I don't need to ask. It's gotta be the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It's Ooh. like Snyder Cut, probably, but, um, I mean, Avengers Endgame is three hours, two minutes. Snyder Cut is four hours. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then this would be maybe the third long. Maybe this is outdated information. Maybe you shouldn't listen know. to us at all. We can look it up. We can figure it out. That's okay. Or maybe we can just, uh, live Yap in... on. Yeah, yap on. We can yap on. Okay. Um, Let's yap on. So, in, in terms of sort of live-action adaptations, or even just film-TV adaptations of Batman, where does this one sit in your ranking? Oh. Okay, so... Or maybe not we... even ranking, it's just, like, what... How do you feel about this? Are we talking, like, all TV, or are we talking live-action? All. Let's all? hit it with all. All that you've seen. All movies? Or all, like, including shows? Including shows. Oh, man, that's difficult. See, okay, so I like the show Young Justice, but it doesn't have a lot of Batman. Okay. So, like, I'm not really going to include it in okay, that because no. it's it's Young Justice. Like, it's the, like, the sidekicks, you mm -hmm. know? Although mm -hmm. they don't like being called that. But, like, yeah. it's, like, Everybody's Batman... 12 years old. Batman shows up, like, once a season, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, like, that's not really Batman media. Yeah. Batman... I, I know that... I actually don't know anything about, um... <clears throat> Nightwing, is that his name? I don't know anything about that man. Okay, so his name... Is he name... cute? Yes. <laughs> so his name is Dick Grayson, um, and he was the first Robin, and, um, he... How many are there? Okay, so it depends, like, where you're looking. Some people just go with, like, the main four boys, um, 
some people go with, like, there's, there's, like, some comic books where, like, the second Robin, Jason Todd, will stay dead, and Batman, like, never gets another one until there's, like, Stephanie Brown, and, like, th there's a lot of different interpretations of it. That's me. There are at least a few girls. That's me. Who are sometimes right. I mean, and I mean, there's also, like, Batgirl. Like, the Bat family can be very extensive, if you- Because mm -hmm. there's, like, there's, like, spoiler- The Bat ancestry. Yeah. There's spoiler, there's Batgirl, there's Batwoman, although she's generally, like, kind of separate from him, actually. She's oh. a lesbian, by the way. <gasps> we love her. We Woo! love her. Um, and- Yeah, I mean, there's, like, Batgirl- that yeah, role. there's there, there's a lot of different ones, but the Robins are generally it's Dick Grayson. Then he grows up, he becomes a Nightwing. Jason Todd, he gets killed by a crowbar, he gets revived, and he becomes Red Hood. Tim Drake, he grows up, he becomes Red Robin, and then Damian Wayne Red Robin. is the Robin. Yum. I remember um, watching uh, The Dark Knight Rises with my dad for the first time, and towards the end of the movie, and he's like, "If that dude." Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, if he becomes Robin, I'm not, I'm gonna be really upset. Because he doesn't like Robin. I don't know why. He's like, I don't think that there should be a Robin. There should be a Robin, actually. Okay, well, and then it's like that note at the end or something. He, like, signs off as Robin or something, or he's, like, referred to as Robin. My dad goes, <sighs> And so, actually, I don't care. Also, I haven't seen... Okay, I haven't seen the third movie in, like, forever. Yeah, um, it's been a while. Yeah, but... Um, yeah. Robin, Robin is generally good, because I think a good thing for Batman as a character, and that he has, like, had throughout the comic books, and in some of the, like, actual, you know, like, animated or live adaptations for a very long time, is that, like, he has, he has a kid that helps him, and, like, that is just important. Mm -hmm. And literally, in Batman vs. Superman... The entire reason Batman is, like, morally corrupt and everything is because Dick Grayson died. He was killed by the Joker when he was a kid. Yeah, and so then, and so, and so literally Zack Snyder's brain is so big, and I understand him, <laughs> and I get him, and I get what he wants and what he is showing me, uh -huh. and we are on the same wavelength. And so that's, like, the entire reason that... Batman, like, does not have the same, like, rules about, like, killing and stuff that he usually does, because, like, he, like, his little 12-year-old sidekick that he was, like, supposed to protect and everything, like, was killed by the Joker, and so it's, like, God. the Joker never shows up in the Snyderverse, so I feel like it's kind of presumed that, like, I don't know, Batman took care of him somehow, mm -hmm. and, like, you don't know exactly how, but, like, I feel like it's very possible that he killed him, and it's, oh. like... Okay, so maybe that, like, was for the better, actually. Mm -hmm. So maybe that was the right decision. And I'll tell you one thing. If there's, in any form of media, if there's that trope of, like, not quite father and child, but, like, it's understood that they're father and child, yes. I'm gonna be going crazy. Well, because I'm that's... I'm gonna be going crazy. That is what happens with, like, basically all the Robins. Because Dick Grayson, his parents die, and so that's why Batman, like... There's, that's that's no, why Batman, Batman adopts him, because, because he's like... Did you know that? Yes, I did, actually. <laughs> Not many know that Batman's parents died when he was a kid, but they did. Thomas and Martha Wayne. Mm -hmm. Never resurrected ever in any universe. They remain dead. They are dead. See, there's the joke that's like, nobody stays dead in comic books except Thomas and Martha except Wayne. Except for them. And I think that's really funny. I do. Yeah. And I think that's pretty silly. Mm -hmm. 
And I've watched them be killed so many times in so many mm-hmm. different adaptations. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, what's your name? Oh, Thomas. Oh, what's your... Martha. I'm oh. so sorry. So you will be dead in about five minutes. In about five minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. And we know exactly how it's going to happen to it. Yup. And you will be leaving the theater. And you will be shot. Yep. And the pearls <laughs> are going to come scatter. apart and they will scatter on the ground which on, is on like blacktop. in a dark alley exactly mm-hmm. on the blacktop on, on the the wet asphalt the wet asphalt mm-hmm. and you know what i eat it up every time if i'm gonna <laughs> be honest because listen i know have you seen the thing about how like the pearl scattering on the ground is like it's like stupid because it just means that it's that it was like cheap yeah and i say well they need to be dramatic yeah it's for dramatic it's for the effect. drama so it's- do you hate joy, magic, and fun? Exactly. Exactly. But... Do you hate cinema? Exactly! That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm getting from you. Mm-hmm. Like, suspension of disbelief or something, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. If the one thing you're getting caught up on is the pearl scattering, turn off the movie. Turn off the movie, Maybe I find say. something else. Maybe a documentary. <laughs> if you hate uh, fiction If you want stories. to go to realism. If you hate the magic of storytelling exactly then maybe turn on a documentary then maybe turn on a documentary <laughs> that's not hate to documentaries i love documentaries but i love stories As do I. too i love stories um let's talk about uh catwoman okay selena kyle selena love her i love I different love interpretations of her i love the whole robin hood thing that she always has going on mm-hmm. she is not like as in it in the batman because it's like yeah. she is like starting out the same way bruce is you know mm-hmm. which i like like mm-hmm. she is not like catwoman yet yeah yeah she is like she is still she is getting there mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. and i am not sure about the choice of making her the daughter of carmine falcone because yeah. i do not think that has roots in like anything like generally they are separate i hate the trope in movies where it's like the main female lead is like there's like this scene where he she's talking with the main guy about the villain and he's like how do you know so much about because he's my father (laughs) shut up (laughs) maybe he's not have you ever considered maybe he's not or maybe because they did that in five nights at freddy's too (laughs) perhaps maybe he's just like a rich annoying guy and you don't like him yeah because he is carmine falcone Maybe that and we don't happen. like him. I love the guy that played Carmine Falcone. He was good. He was good. He was good. Also, in the in the in the Nolan <clears throat> movies, didn't they pronounce his name Falcone? They did, and I was thinking that when I watched Batman Begins the other day, I was like, "Oh, you're saying it, Falcone?" I think sometimes that is because it is generally supposed to be like an Italian name because Falcone. Falcone. <laughs> so they do that, and because I mean, he's a, he is pretty Italian in Batman oh, yeah. Begins. I feel he's like. Hey, get this guy out of here. I don't know. <laughs> I love when Christian Bell comes in and he just, like, sits down. And yep. he's like, you killed him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, get out of here. I don't know. But I like the 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 Falcone and the Batman because he's kind of, he's just very, like, you get that vibe from him when he walks in. He's sleazy and nasty oh, yeah. and gross. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. And he's but still I, got the suit on and he's still playing pool in that hey, penthouse. Hey. And you're like... This is a modern corrupt businessman. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I do love it. But yeah. But I love... I just got another text from my sister. That was really <laughs> embarrassing. That happened last time, too. Um, my sister just loves talking to me. I'm so sorry. 
and I'm it's not okay. gonna, and I'm not gonna apologize. Well, you just did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anyways, so go on. Back to Selena Kyle. Um, I just, I like how most of the people in the Batman sort of area of DC are just freaks. Mm-hmm. Because Selena yeah. Kyle's a freak. Selena Kyle's a freak, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't worry about it. Honestly, yeah. She's supposed to have... I don't know what I was going to talk about. Um, but she's like, weird. She's weird, and she's not supposed... To, like, she's not supposed to be this... It, it, it's interesting to have a female superhero that's not this sort of preppy... I would say... I would argue that she is not a superhero. Oh, no, yeah. That's what I meant. No, she's not a superhero, but that's the word that came into my head. No, you're fine. Um, she's also anti-hero, maybe? She's kind of anti-hero, kind of, like, sort of a villain, but, like, not exactly. Yeah. Like, she's one of the rogues, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Batman's gallery of... Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, she's, like... She just, like, steals from rich people. Like, she's yeah. very much just, like... If Robin Hood was a girl, and mm-hmm. far more slay, and yeah. wore black, <laughs> and loved cats. Mm-hmm. So, we love her for yeah. that. I just, the one thing that I would love to see in a Batman adaptation is, I just want more from her than the scene at the end of the movie where she's like, let's run away together, and let's cause some trouble. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I really don't like that she leaves, because it's like, here's the thing. Gotham City as a trap. Gotham City as a place you can't escape from. Gotham, Gotham City as a as place with a lot of money. Gotham City as a breeding ground for people like Selena Kyle. Yes. So she cannot just bike away is what is the thing. Gotham that City is as a true. Makes sense because <coughs> Gotham City is a place with a lot of corruption and old money and stuff. That's why she's stealing. There. That's yeah. why she's like, going. What's the... Yes. Like, I get that it screws her over, but Generally, what happens with Batman villains is that they get screwed over by Gotham, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, I hate Gotham, I'm going to wreak havoc on it. Like, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah. That is, like, the story for, like, pretty much all of them. And so it doesn't make sense for her to be like, mm, I'm just gonna leave. Like, yeah. that would be logical. Yeah. And these are comic books, mm-hmm. and you can't do that. Yes. You cannot do that. Yes. You cannot be reasonable. We have to suspend our disbelief. We have to suspend our disbelief, and we, and the characters, have to be silly and not make reasonable choices. Yes, we have to be a little goofy. We got a new boot goof sometimes. We're new boot goofing. Because Bruce Wayne has so much money, and he could just, like, move to a better city. Yeah. But will he do that? No, never. But that's because... it's something about this city. I believe that this city can be better. Exactly. But and that is his yeah. hometown where his parents died and he cannot just abandon it. Uh-huh. And it's it's sort of like... I, I really liked how what they leaned into in the Batman where it's like the Waynes and the Arkhams being these sort of founding families of mm-hmm. the city. So it's like, yeah, he can't just leave his family. Right. Like, the city depends on his exactly. family. Exactly. And it's sort of... Can't just sleep. It's interesting how they bring Selena Kyle into it, because she's sort of a nobody. Yeah. But almost relies on the city in in a way to keep up with her lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what, am I, what, what am I talking about? Hey. The, none of this is going to make any sense. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just think she's really interesting to have a female character that... I mean, in... A lot of, like, comic books that I see and stuff, like, pictures of her, she's got very short hair. 
Yeah. And, like, but she's, she sort of rejects some aspects of femininity. Right. But she is still feminine. She, yes, she does absolutely. She still does use that to her advantage, yeah, which no. I think is really interesting. I think a huge part of Selena Kyle as a character is, like, using her own, like, sexuality, especially. Yes, yes. Like, to her advantage. Mm-hmm. But it's still very interesting. I, and I think the reason... Maybe th- maybe this is not true. Maybe I don't understand her character quite well enough. But I think the reason that she isn't a full-fledged villain is because she's a woman. In a way of sort of just being a woman and the morals that she carries with her is what's keeping her from becoming a full-fledged villain. I can see that. Although there are, like, definitely female villains oh, in yes. DC. But, like... I mean, yeah. we could talk about the way women are written by comic book writers well, because it is often well, you could do better well, than that. Well, but, but yeah, I yeah. just think Selena Kyle is so interesting, and I relate to her a lot, mm-hmm. which is why I would be a wonderful and which is why you person to play her are a wonderful person to play her. Hey, just subliminal messaging a little bit. <laughs> um, so we've been talking for a while. Do we want to start kind of wrapping up, giving closing remarks? We can, although I think we should talk about Riddler before we. Oh do it, yes, you're we so right. Not gotten into him yet. You're so right. I forgot. I forgot about him. I have to talk about the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that he is a like more modern. Modern. Riddler. Modern. Mod- you said modern. Yeah, I'm Midwestern. What are you gonna do about <laughs> it? Um, and so like. Like, I get that they are doing that. Mm -hmm. I do. I do also think that he is generally, like, a very flamboyant character. Mm -hmm. And he is, like, fun and silly. Mm -hmm. And he was not as fun and silly in this movie to me. Like, he was just a lot more serious. And, like, his little outfit, I feel like, could really have been, like, a lot cooler. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, like, a jacket and, like, the goggles and, like, the mask. And, like pants and that's really about it and Mm -hmm. it's like a sludge color yeah and it's like okay that's not pretty yeah and he should be stylish i also don't like that they made the name on like the little id edward nashton it is edward nigma enigma see it's Mm -hmm. a silly little funny joke silly it's a silly little funny joke he's an enigma and i love that and he's an enigma because he's the riddler so he presents so he's like enigma really (laughs) <laughs> he is, yes, really. And that's so crazy. Yeah. And one thing I did find very funny about him, maybe it's not like intentionally funny, but one thing that I thought was very goofy was that he was like a Twitch streamer. I did, I I kind of liked that part. And that sort of leads leans into the modernity of it. Mod, mod, I'm having a I get stroke. what you mean. Modernity <laughs> of it. Yeah. It, where it's like, okay, how can we make him a little bit goofy and a little bit kind of unserious yeah in a modern Mm -hmm. setting oh let's give him a twitch following (laughs) see the only one of my problems with it is that like his performance and like his entire thing being like how gotham is corrupt and like all of it just needs to like go down um like a lot of it and especially the part where it was, like, I don't know, where he's, like, giving the riddles and, like, the guy's the bomb around his mm-hmm. neck. It really reminded me of, like, Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that you cannot recreate Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker. And you cannot do it better than Heath Ledger uh-huh. as Joker. Yes. And so, like, yeah, I don't know. Part of it felt like they were trying to do that. 
with a different villain, and uh-huh. I was like, we could have taken it's, a different angle it's here. It's almost like whenever you take the Riddler and make him too serious, he sort of starts to turn into a Joker-esque, and well, it's like... because of course that is going to happen when it's the Riddler and the Joker. Like, they're yes. like adjacent, you know what yes. I mean? But that's why... But whenever like, you have the Riddler by himself, he's supposed to be kind of goof. Yeah, like, that's why they are, like... They're generally pretty separate in, like, other media, because mm-hmm. Joker is, like, insane, you know? Well... And so, like, he's a lot more, like, insane and, like, unhinged. And Riddler is generally, like, he's, like, flamboyant, but he's also, like, clearly, like, very intelligent and, like, mm-hmm. creating puzzles and stuff, while Joker is not as much. Like, he's just, yeah. like, chaos. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I think... <clears throat> I think that distinction is important, mm-hmm. one might say. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Barry Kagan as the Joker, that sort of reveal at the end? I'm still not sure how it's gonna go. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced you can make a Joker-centric second movie mm-hmm. that will ever outdo The Dark Knight. Well. Well. But, well. but like... Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see, really. Yeah. I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was, like, a little bit, I'm trying to remember, I thought he looked very creepy, if I remember. Oh, he correctly. does. Have you seen that, like, deleted scene where you yeah, see, like, the I'm mouth prosthetic? Because you showed it to me last <laughs> year. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing it, and I was like, Al, come here! Yeah, yeah, I remember. But, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see how he yeah. does, because I don't really, I don't want to try and judge off, like, a, yeah. like, uh, a two-minute yeah. thing, you know? I love Barry Kagan. I love Ireland. I love the proud and gorgeous nation of Ireland. Um, We're both saluting right now. (laughs) For I was about to say for the audio listeners, it's just audio. (laughs) For anyone who's not watching the video, that's definitely being recorded recorded right right now. now. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. But yeah. All right. Closing remarks. Um, it is a long movie. It's a very long movie. It. It is difficult, it is very difficult for me to rewatch. I'm not sure I have actually rewatched it all the way through mm-hmm. since, like, the first time I saw it, like, in yeah. theaters. But it does keep me interested. Mm-hmm. The thing with, it is very long, but it's, like, there's di- so many different locations and ideas and stuff, but they're all fleshed out so well to where it's like, oh, I'm interested and I'm interested again, <laughs> and also I'm still interested, yeah. but also that is maybe partly due to the fact that Robert Pattinson is a very beautiful man. <laughs> uh-huh. No, have I absolutely. mentioned that? <laughs> you have, actually. I think just, you have. Just like a little bit. I did want to say something about Deathstroke, because I ahead. think that's really interesting. Yes. I don't know anything so, about Deathstroke. I can I try and explain him a little bit. So his real name is Slade Wilson. He's gen- yeah, I know. He's generally an assassin. Um, <sighs> I would like him a lot more as a villain if he was not a pedophile. Because that oh. is the thing about him. And so, like, most DC fans are like, I don't like him. Because he... I would hope so. Has... Because there is at least, like, one comic book. And I actually... Season three of Young Justice includes this, so I, like, kind of know about it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he does, like, sort of, like, groom a minor a little bit. Oh. And it's not as, like, re- like, it's not shown as much in Young Justice season three, but, like, people think that the writers were, like, kind of, like, implying that by, like, yeah. setting up the relationship with the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like, even if it was not, like, explicitly said, like, it's still kind of, like, a callback to, like, the comic books yeah. where they, like, had interactions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
And I know in the comics it was, like, a lot more explicit. And so it's actually kind of funny because there's Deathstroke, who is Slade Wilson, and there's Deadpool, who is Wade Wilson. Really? In the Marvel Universe. I wasn't aware of that. What happened there (laughs) is that, if I'm remembering correctly, the writer who created Slade Wilson left DC, went to Marvel... And made Wade Wilson, who was a different character. That's I mean, funny. You That's can petty. really see the similarities that. between them because Slade Wilson is like orange and black, and Deadpool has like the same outfit but like red, red and, and black. black. Yeah. And and you know it's Deathstroke, Deadpool, and they both have like the like katanas as mm-hmm. well, and then like also the guns and stuff like that. Yeah. The thing is just that. Well, Deadpool's my favorite movie. You see. Well, yes, even though I know. I'm a DC fan mm-hmm. because Ryan. And Reynolds you said you don't hilarious. like X Men. Deadpool is one of the X-Men. Well. Did you know that? Well. Well. Okay, maybe you can get me for another movie night. We'll okay. see. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yep. But, um, I, Deadpool's just so much better than Deadstroke because well. he is not a pedophile. Well. And so it's like, no. yes, he might kill people. But. but actually it does not matter because he's not a pedophile. So. Uh-huh. And he kills bad guys. Because, I mean, like, Deadpool's very much, like, anti-hero. And Deathstroke is, like, full-on evil. Villain. Villain. And it's like, you know, sometimes villains can be fun until they are pedophiles. And then you're like, never mind, actually. And then you're like, "Mm, I'm a minor. (laughs) I don't like you. Never mind. eh. Yeah. So, yeah, that is Deathstroke. So, I am glad that they did not use him as a main villain. Because, like, that is just generally not gonna... not a good idea? It's not gonna, like, go super well. Because, like, with Riddler, like, he is evil. But he has not done something like that. So you yeah. can still like him. You can still be like, yes, he has killed people, corrupt people. But this is, you suspend your disbelief. Yes, and, like, that is because he's a villain. And, like, we are expecting that. And mm-hmm. honestly, I could fix him. I don't have a crush on Riddler, just to be clear. But, like, that is the stance of some people. Um, And so, like, l- like, it makes sense. And he, and he like... Although I have some problems with the way they, like, interpreted him and did him and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, he still is going... Like, he's a better villain than Deathstroke would have been. Because, like, yeah. I'm not sure what you would even do with Deathstroke. He is a much more minor character than Riddler is. Yeah. So I feel like there's, like, less to go from. Mm-hmm. And he often works with, like, the League of Shadows, which... Like, their base of operation... I mean, that's, like, Ra's al Ghul, like, his mm-hmm. sort of area. And so that's, like, with other people, not, like, as a solo serial yeah. killer the way Riddler is. So, yeah, like, I don't know what their plan there would have been. I guess, mm-hmm. like, I could see how it could work in a similar way as Batman Begins does with yeah. Ra's al Ghul. But even then, Ra's al Ghul is, like, the head guy, you yeah. know? Like, and Deathstroke is generally, like, not. Mm-hmm. Like, he's something... I don't know. He's 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 an assassin primarily. Mm-hmm. So it's like having him as the villain but like not the protagonist. Cuz mm-hmm. like in Deadpool it works cuz he's like the main guy and you yeah. like learn about him even yeah. though he is like a vigilante basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deathstroke is like an assassin. So it's like if he works for someone else then it would it would be difficult to have him as the main villain in like a sort of year one Batman mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So yeah, I think Riddler was definitely mm-hmm. a better choice there. Yes, yeah. If that's what they were going for. Yeah. All right. Closing remarks. I a closing statement. Closing statement. Like hey. in law? No. <laughs> members um, of the jury. Members of the jury. This is a good movie. I like this movie a lot because it is 
so character driven Mm -hmm. because it focuses on the character and the development of Bruce Wayne as he is learning and becoming Batman. And it also is a, it stands alone. It's, it makes sense if you know all of like the comics and stuff, but you don't Mm -hmm. have to, as somebody like me who doesn't know anything about anything at all. I, mean, I really like this movie because it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's a self-contained story. You don't have to watch twenty-five other movies yeah. to get this one movie, mm-hmm. and I think it's really good. You know, in my opinion, Batman vs Superman. You only really need to watch Man of Steel to understand it. Okay, well, I haven't seen that. I no, I know. I'm just saying, like, Alo's gonna lock me in a room. I am, and I'm full gonna twenty four hours, and, and you're gonna watch and Man of glue Steel my eyes open <laughs> and make me watch both of these movies. But that's a, I mean, I love Henry Cavill. He's beautiful. And he's so good at Superman. Oh my god, we can't. I can't get into. That <laughs> we right cannot now. get that's into That's a Superman. whole other episode, that, Julie Clayton. Yes, but okay. yeah, he. Batman vs. See, I just feel like one of the main criticisms is often that like you need to read a whole bunch of comic books and watch other movies. And I really don't think you do. I really think it's just Man of Steel. Yeah. And that is going to happen when it's, like, basically a sequel movie. So it's like, that's just the way it is. Hey, you know, and I could understand it without watching anything else. Because that's what I did whenever I was first getting into Marvel. Mm -hmm. I watched Captain America Civil War over and over (laughs) until I got it. Uh Uh-huh. And that's not a joke. I just watched it until I understood it. That's funny. Um, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yep. All right. But yeah, on the Batman... Mm-hmm. Because I have to stop mentioning Batman vs. Superman, even though I do love it. Yeah, I think it is a very good modern take on Gotham. I was, what I was thinking about was I really like the sort of like club scene that they do, how it's like, it's more like a rave. Mm-hmm. I like that that's the Penguin and like really Carmine Falcone's area instead of what it often is in other films where it's like a sort of nightclub where it's like, you know, they've got a little stage and like there's like, a, like a lady like dancing and it's like, is this from the 60s it's actually? like, are we in a jazz club right now? Exactly. And there's like little like booths and like candlelit tables and you're like, yeah. and this in is this, in 2023. We're doing, we've got, there's like there's the flashing a rave, lights, exactly. flashing lights, like EDM music and then you're mm-hmm. in the club within the club and they're doing drops. Yeah. I think that's really cool. The scene, the scene, like, the fight scene with, like, the flashing lights is really cool. It's really cool. I'm scratching at the table right now. (laughs) Alright. It's very good. Okay. Closing remarks. Good movie. Good movie. I think that's what what we've landed on. I am here as the DC expert to go off topic, and that is what I just did for, like, an hour. Yeah, this is a very long episode. And that's okay. And you know what? You don't have to, you don't have to listen to all of it. You do. That, Okay. All right. Otherwise, I'm a lawyer and I will come for you. Okay. Um, join me maybe next week, maybe in like four weeks. I don't know. I have no idea. I, if, if you look at the podcast description on this podcast, it literally says no set like release date because I'm just going to do this when I want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are you going to talk about next time though? Julie? I have no idea. Okay. I'm going to decide it when I, you know what? My when, sister's coming home. Maybe. this podcast, Julie, because I know you're going to. Well, here's the thing, because I just saw Priscilla, mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk for maybe four hours. Right. Because I fear something might have been dethroned. I fear I watched Priscilla, and I said, it sounds like something's switching. It sounds almost as if there are things being changed in my psyche. Uh-huh. 
but we'll get into that in another episode but my sister is coming home so we might talk about how's moving castle next because i wanted to do that one with her and my sister's probably going to be a guest on like a thousand episodes because um she's easily accessible whenever she's <laughs> home she is in college but uh whenever she's home i can just walk into her room and lock the door <laughs> and say and, and shove her to a and chair shove a microphone in her face and say talk yes all right okay Thank you all for very, very much for listening. Thank you, Alo, for coming on. You're welcome. This was so much fun. This was really good. I really liked the conversations that we had. So did I. Thanks. And honestly, no habla espanol, fellas. <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> Open your eyes. All right. Have a have a good rest of your day. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye, Alo. Bye. Bye.